Hi, welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fists podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. Welcome, everybody, to season five, episode 13. It's getting hard in the Roman numerals now to keep up and be able to read it. Yeah, I feel like my eyes are like crossing. I was going to, that's funny you say that. George did all the notes this week. That's right. Give me an award. George deserves an award. The first set of notes in season five. We're at episode 13 and he did it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to edit the Roman numerals. I was like, oh, can't. Can't do it. Can't do it. Um, I also had a realization today when listening to some other MMA podcasts that were going on. Do share. It's only our closest friend who listens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's getting smaller and smaller. It's like Survivor fans. And family. And, and one family member. Survivor fans. Oh my God, we need to catch up fist. over Survivor. I know, we do. We're actually going to start a side uh, podcast about Survivor. Is that yeah, what we were talking about? We were thinking about that. <laughs> if you don't just, watch Survivor, everyone. We're just going to recap it next week. Okay. Anyway, sorry. What anyway. was your realization? So, uh, specifically it was Luke Thomas and Brian Campbell they were doing their morning combat right and and Luke gives like such precise technical and like detailed information and all these other guys they have their they really have like a shtick whether it's their uh you know Ariel he gets the high profile interviews you right know? he gets those Luke is like a freaking weird evil genius and stuff like that we're a hang we're soups hang I'm I'm totally cool with being the hang I think we knew that I yeah. like that you're taking our MMA casual vibe deeper. Casual chic. Casual chic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, what happened? Uh, yeah. Also, <laughs> what happened last week that's worth mentioning? That's why I had a whole like two minutes of just fucking riffing and bullshitting around because not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> MVP be, uh, beat Douglas Lima in a technical snooze fest that he didn't really deserve to win, but he's good on the mic and it was in his hometown in England. So whatever. It was fun. Also a rare fight that you were asleep and I was awake for. So that's fun. So rare. I'm glad you got the snooze fest. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out though to my homegirl, Greek girl alert, Alina Kalionidou won via heel hook. Amazing. It's one of my favorites. So favorite way to win. Uh, UFC also was last week and it was just a decision fest. We missed it because we were with the special Long Island correspondent, Patrick Grady. Uh, but we would kind of like to rewatch, but kind of eh. I don't know. Yeah, I am uh, so fine not rewatching. I want to see Tiago Santos versus Johnny Walker, but five do I? rounds is yeah. like Ooh. Yeah. So I got one more. I got one thing to say though that we did see. Uh, we saw Buffer's Blazer. Oh man! It was nice. It was that black watch, kind of like black and green plaid. It was dope. It was like one of my faves. I'm like, why did he wear it? Like, who picks it? I would have to imagine he has a say in his blazer at this point. Absolutely, in his career. absolutely. Like, why would you wear like some of your most fire things? on a fight night like that and then re-wear a blazer that I know I've seen before on a bigger card. It's very interesting. He's putting them in the rotation. You know, you got to do like a little test run to see like how you feel and stuff like that. But he's, he's definitely going to bring that back. That that's that says December written all over it. Really? I, I saw St. Patrick's Day. Oh, that too. Yeah. All right. We'll have to find out. So what's happening this week? Nothing really. 
Yeah, even less. No PFL still, no Bellator still, and kind of the UFC card is super whack. Um, the good news is, and you know this is like super good news for us, is that prelims start at one and main card is at four. So we'll definitely have it on in our house. For sure. And literally don't know anyone on the card but Mackenzie Dern and Marina Rodriguez are headlining and while we don't necessarily care for either of them I still always think it's a very good thing when they're picking a women's fight to headline I just wish they supported them as the headliners with a fucking decent card like this is just like ultimate throwaway card yeah, it's one of those things that we talk about where, like, I feel uh, when the UFC has fire, fire cards like they have, they're going to have in November and December, and they get started with that streak of, like, week after week of, like, awesome stuff, that the beginning of it, which is this week, is kind of like a throwaway kind of Fine, but it's like... There's nobody on the card. Which also, it might be one of those fire surprise Absolutely. ones too. Which is why we will have it on and we're, we're going to pick our next up and comer that we support. I want to I, I wanna root for Mackenzie Dern. I do. I didn't before. I do now. I just hope that she goes out and fucking looks great and is not fucking weird and crazy. Excellent. So. Let's get to the top three. Bong bong. So while there's not all that much MMA this weekend, there is a huge boxing match that nobody really wanted to see. But now that it's close, everyone's really excited. It's uh, Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder 3. And is this Saturday? I didn't even know that was happening. Like, do I just don't hear about anything anymore. What's going on? <sighs> There's also a bunch of shit in terms of like shifting dates because of COVID and this and that. Mm. And this is also just just a weird one too because technically Fury was supposed to fight Anthony Joshua, right? Oh, right. To determine who is the best. And Wilder had a rematch clause. So he exercises rematch clause. So this goes back and uh, we'll do a little MMA or, or uh, boxing business uh, explanation right here that my dad had a very unique take on. <laughs> so Deontay Wilder lost to Tyson Fury in the second match, right? And he had a rematch clause, but he would get paid to not fight and not uh, use his rematch clause so that that would free up Tyson Fury's schedule so he could fight Anthony Joshua for this mega fight. Right. So like I told my dad, you could get paid millions of dollars to not fight, but he could not see the logic in that at all. He was like, like, no, "No, he has to fight. I'll take less and fight again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Dad, you've been steering (laughs) all the financial decisions of the family forever. And this is how you taught me. (laughs) This this is what it is. Um, But, Fury sounds amazing. He did a pod, uh, uh, an interview with Ariel Hawani on the MMA Hour this week. He was a great interview. He talked shit about Wilder. He talked about mental health, and he's just really funny all around. Uh, what other news we found out about this, uh, this fight this week? Wilder is still going to wear a stupid fucking costume. Oh, Jesus, Louise. So if you remember, uh, he always wears costumes. My brother told me about that before when we actually went to go see the first one live. Uh, so we saw that one. No problem. He did all these fights with weird costumes, but in... Tyson Wilder 2, 
you remember, I know you remember because you saw it live, uh, he wore a costume that was too heavy and made him exhausted before his... He, so uh, he says. Yeah, so he says. Um, so now it was released this week. I think Mark Ramundi actually got the scoop that in the third fight, he's going to have a fucking costume too. And it has like symbolic re- relevance to like his roots in Africa. But hmm. man, I'll see. I don't know. I'll see. What I hope I it's not think. too heavy. Um, what do we think is going to happen? I have no clue. That's what's so exciting. How do you I- not have any clue? Fury beat his ass. I know. They shouldn't be fighting again. I don't know how this is interesting to anyone. I respect Wilder for wanting to, and he should re like use his claws if he must. Uh-huh. But who gives a fuck? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> um, I went to the first fight with my brother, and it was like really exciting live. I've talked about it before on the podcast, and I was rooting for Wilder then, but I'm no longer a fan after his second performance and his reaction to that fight. It just sucked, man. He had so many excuses. These are some yeah. of the excuses I heard in a recap, too. So it's like it's top of mind for me now. He had the heavy suit. His corner spiked his water or someone spiked his water. Oh, he um, Tyson Fury used illegal gloves and put illegal things in it in his wraps mm. and uh, his own because the way the fight actually ended. Uh, his trainer threw in the towel right. and he said that his trainer was actually a spy. Like this is camp. madness. It's madness. I hope that when Tyson Fury was talking about mental health issues, he was bringing up Wilder. He absolutely did. That man has issues. Yeah. Okay, cool. Whatevs. I'm sure we, we'll check it out in some form. The owner, the Russian owner at Fight Factory told uh, me and my brother a while ago and, and it stuck with me. He goes, man, those heavyweights, you gotta be careful of their minds, man, because yeah. they, they, the blows that they take are not like other people. That is very true and sad. So, speaking of blows, <laughs> <laughs> that oh, yeah. could hurt you forever. Number two in our top three is the only fight that we did Rewatch from last Saturday's UFC card. It was Kevin Holland fighting Kyle Dawkins, and we didn't mention this, but Kyle Dawkins is the little brother of another Dawkins <laughs> who had fought and won the week before. Who's the other Dawkins? Kevin Dingus Dawkins. Dingus Dawkins. Yes, that's what it was. So, unfortunately, while Dingus Dawkins won. Two weeks ago, Kyle Dawkins, who was fighting Kevin Holland, had this pretty brutal accidental clash of heads. Kevin Holland's eyes rolled in the back of his head. He went face down on the mat or canvas of the octagon, but then did get up right away. It's like the impact of hitting the canvas brought him back. That's crazy how that shit legitimately happens. Yeah. And after all that, they continued fighting and subsequently he got choked out. Now, after an accidental clash of heads, the ref could have maybe should have stopped the fight to make sure both fighters were okay, which like they're obviously not like their heads clashed, whatevs. Um, but Dan Mergliata let the fight go on. Danny Mergs. Danny Mergs, but he did immediately gesture that he wanted to see a replay um, to confirm what happened and see how the fighters were. 
but Kyle Dawkins had already won. Like he already choked out Kevin Holland. So it was really weird. Anyway, they ended up making Kyle Dawkins not the winner, but um, ruling it a no contest. And I see here, which I did not know, is that they rescheduled now Kevin Holland, who was the favorite, by the way, and Kyle Dawkins for 38 days from now. George is wondering, is that a smart idea considering he did just get knocked out? He basically out. got knocked out. It takes a long ass time to get to recalibrate your brain, man. Yeah, that's that I agree with. And also, Kyle Dawkins was not necessarily down with this. He's like, well, no, then I don't have a full fight camp, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Fair, but like you didn't get knocked out, Holmes. That's true. You should like jump at this chance to win. That's true. Kevin Holland is probably concussed. <laughs> well, what's the rush, man? Kevin Holland all the time. He just wants to fight next week. Yeah, I don't. I I I like Kevin Holland. His whole thing too. Remember, I I, I had to remind myself of this. In, was it 2020? He fought yeah. four times. His whole thing is that he just fights all the time. Yes, and this so was had, his first fight camp for Dingus Dawkins's brother Kyle, where he had like a real fight camp. Yeah. And then this happens. Yeah. So and now he's going to do the same shit. I don't like it, man. I don't like it for my man. I want him to take a little bit of a break, but whatever. He, but tell them why he's become now a, for, a, for sure a hero. I know. And so that wasn't even really number two. <laughs> the real part of number two in Kevin Holland was two days after his fight. He was back home. Do you know where he's from? No. Look I was trying to like visualize I was, as I was listening to him tell this story. I'm going to guess Maryland, but I don't know somewhere southern i'm not sure how southern or anywhere anyway so two days after his fight kevin holland freaking stopped a car thief but only after literally engaging in a high speed pursuit where the thief wrecked the stolen car it was like you have to listen to kevin holland tell this story he said the whole thing only took like a minute and a half but when he tells the story it seems like a fucking fast and the furious storyline yeah he sees this guy being carjacked basically he follows the car the car he notices is going in the direction of his coach's block he calls his coach who runs out of his house no shoes no shirt but he has his shorts and his hat on that coach gets in his car so like he literally pulled his coach in to help him like forget that they were engaged in a high-speed pursuit I can't. like what the fuck man it let the guy nice. go you, this we all pay insurance for a reason but anyway the guy was detained by kevin holland until the police arrived kevin holland like oh my gosh well i'm not gonna repeat that <laughs> but he he saved the day so where is he from uh he's fighting out of fort worth texas He's oh. from California, but he's fighting out of Texas. Oh, okay. So he must have been back home in Texas if his coach is there. Um, so wild, wild story. So in approximately 38 days from now, we will remind you he's fighting and we will all be cheering yeah. for this hero. His birthday is the day before mine. Shouts out. Oh, so he might be fighting around his birthday. Oh, and he does. And he has like mad tattoos on his chest of Scorpio shit. And I saw it the other day too. So, duh. Oh my God. That's what you've been missing this whole time. Scorpio scumbag. Scorpio tattoos. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
so I don't know if you saw this. So I wanted to uh, to to end the show with a bummer. <laughs> I did not see this. But basically, uh, the UFC after fights and especially big fights, they um that uh, that are pay per views, they'll do like the thrill and the agony roll the show. The oh, post did they have one? Stuff. I didn't see that, oh. but I think it's the same cameras that caught this. So basically, Robbie Lawler went up to Nick uh, Diaz and said, "Hey, man, are you good after the fight?" Nick Diaz said, "All good, man." Uh, and Robbie goes, "Are you good in life, man? That shit's fucking different. Like, let's fucking get there. You know what I'm saying? Let me fucking know I can help." Oh and then they li- had a little embrace and a hug. So that's oh, fucking man. amazing. That's all. So that's uh, our new segment called MMA Feels. Yo, that did hit me in the feels. Right. Nick Diaz fucking knocked his ass out, changed his whole fucking life 17 years ago, and this motherfucker came back, basically fucking ended his career. Let's call it what it is, yeah. <laughs> kind of, and uh, and then fucking offered help. That's nice. I, I think we do need more feel-good stories. Yeah, there we go. MMA feels. Thanks, babe. Um, I think that I'm gonna just going to tell our friends and listeners that I've been trying to push us to be more in line with the part in the interruption <laughs> format, which we kind of are, right? We're a short show. We go through our list of things and... Uh, <laughs> I always wave my Canadian flag. Yeah. And your Tony Kornheiser goes to bed at fucking seven o'clock at night and doesn't see anything past that. And I guess I'm, I'm Michael Wilbon trying to talk about how I know all the fucking people in the industry. Mm, true. <laughs> this is good. This is who yeah, we are. All right. So we're going to go to the rundown. Oh, <laughs> Just geez. stealing straight from Should part I put of, the part timer of the on? Yeah. <laughs> Happy anniversary to Khabib versus Connor. Oh my God, that is so stealing. Took, <laughs> it is. I don't care. I'm not lying. I'm not fucking lying. I'm telling the truth. Happy oh anniversary to Khabib versus Connor, which took, took place three years ago today. And fuck the day that happened after that. Wow. BJ Penn is running for governor. Thoughts, babe? Why? <laughs> Misha tight. T- Misha tight. <laughs> <laughs> Says John Jones is a grown ass man and needs to be responsible. Babe, do you love it? Yo, I saw that. I fucking love it. And I. Remember, I thought I didn't like Misha Tate. I really like her. And then she says this shit, and I'm like, definitely like you. We're out of time today. Better better luck next time, knuckleheads. Happy trails. <laughs> Happy trails. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by all the New York hardcore bands that have been helping me get through this week. Thank you. 